Presented to you by RPG Roulette, the actual play show where everyone is the Game Master. Happy Halloween, everyone. My name is Keaton the Ghoul Sample. And in this holiday special, I will be playing a Derek Sanders, who uh, had a brief stint with a deep manly voice, but uh, it was really because of his allergy medication. Mm. Mm. Boo! Ah! <laughs> My name is uh, Luke Howard, and in this, uh, in, in these, hal in these, uh, in these this episode, I'll be playing York. These hallowed halls will be playing York Schmorgen Cinder Hyphen Uh He is a foreign exchange student uh, who is really enjoying his time here in the United States, mm. in in Oregon. Mm -hmm. State is Are we redacted. In or Washington? Or, I think we oh, said okay. Michigan maybe once. I have no idea. Michigan. I Twin think, I think it was Florida at least <laughs> one Twin time. Michigan. Hello there, boys and girls. This is Noah Jones, and in this show, I play uh, Seth McMullins, your favorite little goth kid with a little bit of attitude. Who, going into high school, his voice has started to drop. He's got he's gotten through a little bit of puberty now. I hope that while you're listening to this, you're just chowing down on some candy or whatever you like to chow down on. If you don't like candy, maybe it's like something grilled food or something October or whatever. Yes, what's more happiness. October than grilled food? <laughs> How about your name? <laughs> My name is James Baxter, and I'm going to play James Baxter, and this is our Halloween special. You heard it here. Whoa. James Baxter playing himself. Himself. <laughs> um, hey, everyone. Uh, happy Halloween. This is a holiday special. We haven't done one of these since St. Patrick's Day. Um, but we will never miss the spooktacular. Um, if you haven't joined us for a holiday special before, let me tell you how this goes down. The um, main way that it goes down is this is like one of our split episodes uh, that we do in the main series where... Each one of us will be the game master tonight. We will have a 15 minute timer set up. And when that timer goes off, it does not matter if we're in the middle of combat, in the middle of a dialogue line, doesn't matter. We spin the wheel and whoever it lands on picks up game mastering right there, right then. And we see what happens. Uh, but we will not be playing uh, Dead in the West. We will not be playing D&D. We play a system here called Roll for Shoes. It is the most simple system, uh, so simple that I can read you all of the rules right now. Rule number one, say what you want to do and roll a number of D6s determined by the level of relevant skill you have. Rule number two, if the sum of your roll is higher than the opposing roll, the thing you want to happen happens. Rule number three, at the start you have only one skill, do anything one. That applies to three years ago's uh, Halloween special. We have continued to use our character sheets since then, so we have many more skills now. Rule number four, if you roll all sixes, you get a new skill specific to the action, one level higher than the one you used. Rule number five, for every roll you fail, you gain one experience point. And rule number six, 
Experience points can be used to change any die into a six for advancement purposes only, not to succeed on the roll, but say you had sprint three and you were trying to outrun a turkey and you rolled two sixes and a one. You could use an experience point to make that one a six so you get run from turkey four. Um, that's how it works. And that's what we're gonna do tonight. Who will be leading us off? Twill be I, you coward. Come into my dastardly fold. I don't like that term. Dastardly? Fold. Or fold. In, in conjunction with each other. Without further ado, let's get into the wonderful town of Twin Rapids. Luke Howard, your time begins now. You hear crickets and owls and other creatures of the night, but also a fire crackling. You hear the voice of Steve Jameson, and he says, Then the girl walked into the bathroom, opened the door. Slowly, she walked up to the mirror. Don't do it. Don't don't look in the mirror. Oh, she looked. She looked into the mirror, and when she did, she saw standing behind her nothing. Nothing? She walked over to the shower. Don't get in the shower. And peeked behind the curtain. No, don't look behind the curtain. Where she saw nothing. She walked over to the toilet, lifted up the seat. And in the seat, in the toilet itself, was water. Oh. All right, he's starting to lose me a little bit. She walked out of the bathroom and backed into her bedroom. And as she reached to turn on the light, she felt not a light switch, but a finger! (laughs) The finger of the tormentor. Stop it! Stop it! York looks at Steve and he says, I don't know, this just seems like, um... Seems like you haven't given much forethought into the actual story. It's it's not very, you know, exciting. I mean, she walks into a bathroom. There's nothing there. She walks into her bedroom. She feels a finger. I mean, you didn't even really describe the finger if it was like that. York, this is the most terrifying story I have ever heard in my entire life. I need you to calm down because I am freaking out, man. Steve looks over at York and he says, Well, maybe if you just let me finish without interrupting, you would get the full effect. Uh, at that point, Counselor Rick comes over and he says, there you guys are. Hey, I've been looking all over for you. Uh, you know, I, it's, it's kind of hard to see out here. It looks like your fires may be dwindling a little bit. We like to have all of our campers, uh, you know, up in bed by 11 o'clock. So you're kind of pushing the limits out here. Uh, what's going on? Um, I'm sorry. Uh, I was told there were no more bedtimes in high school. Mr. I'm sorry. What was your name again? Counselor Rick, <laughs> you can call me. Uh, you know, we've, uh, we, I get that you guys are going into high school starting ninth grade. That's super exciting, but it's October. Uh, really I've just, been in ninth grade for like three, three months. It's not October, friend. Oh, never mind. Uh, it is the middle of June. You're at summer camp. That's some context I was missing. My bad. <laughs> yeah, it's context that you're getting right now. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, you know, you know, just camp rules. 
Lights out at 11. You guys are pushing. He checks his watch. Uh, it's a light-up watch. Uh, 10.45, so it's probably time to start wrapping up here, gang. <laughs> Fine, Counselor Rick. We'll start heading up. All right, you guys uh, be quick about it. <laughs> uh, he turns around and starts heading back towards the main camp area. Uh, yes, you all are at summer camp. Uh, Steve starts to poke the fire a little bit, uh, throw some leaves on there, which is not actually helping put it out, but rather causing a lot of smoke to gather around. Uh, and and York just goes, what, I wouldn't give to put the hot ham on that. <laughs> yeah, you tell him ham. Mmm, boy. Did you eat those mushrooms I told you not to eat, James? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I decided that James is a stoner now, so that's where I'm taking his, uh, his character. He didn't make the uh, high school basketball team, so this is how he's taking it. <laughs> um, who's got the timer going? I do. You have ten minutes. Okay, good. I, I just wanted to make sure you... <laughs> Mm-hmm. I didn't hear anything about it when we started. But anyway, um, yeah. So, I mean, what are y'all? What are y'all doing? I mean, it's about time to wrap up. Steve looks like he's kind of given up on the story, given that York keeps on interrupting him. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm packing my whatever I have out here with me up to go to the cabin. I don't like the rule, but God help me if I break the rule. Yeah, I think I think Seth uh, kind of sits up and stretches a little bit, and he starts kicking dirt into the little fire pit just to actually try to put the fire out instead of. Uh, kind of nodding at everyone else for not actually putting out the fire. Uh, uh, give me give me a roll for putting out the fire. Sure. Uh, that is a. Four. Give me one. I'll, uh, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Oh 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 oh. Go ahead. Uh, I had a four. I rolled a four. Yeah. So you uh, you start to kick some some dirt on it, but it was uh, the embers are are seriously hot, and they're not necessarily like the fire doesn't go all the way out. Uh, so York walks over and he's going to uh, try to uh, put out the fire as well. Uh, you see, he unzips his shorts and pees on the yep. fire. Uh, and the last of it goes out. Uh, he rolled a six, so he's going to get fire stopping one. It always has he to be get pee, peeing though. one. <laughs> um, but anyway, he's going to, or actually it would be fire stopping two, my mistake, because it's do anything it's true. fire stopping two. Uh, so he, uh, he pees on the fire, puts it out and he goes, he looks over at Seth and he goes, this is the best way to put out the fire. Surely you know this. I put it halfway out for you with the dirt. I, I am just as accomplished as you are. York, we'll, okay? we'll call it a team effort. Okay. We'll uh, call it a team. I'm all for sharing everything. You all turn around to see the main campground. There's several cabins uh, kind of lined up in a circle. Uh, on one half of the circle is the boys' cabins. On the other half of the circle is the girls' cabins. In between the, the, the closest boys' cabins and girls' cabins on either side is, uh, on the north side of the campground, a uh, canteen shack. On the south side of the... Um, on the of the campground is a uh, mess hall. So you've got the canteen shack, the mess hall. You've got cabins kind of lined around the main bonfire area of the camp uh, that has uh, logs kind of uh, circled all the way around it, where people sit and congregate and talk and stuff. Uh, there's some sports fields off behind the boys' cabins through a through a thicket in the of woods. Uh, there is a arts and crafts shack back behind the girls' cabin, several uh, yards uh, behind another row of trees. 
Uh, and you all are heading back to cabin three. Okay, that's the cabin for the rising freshmen of high schoolers. Okay, so you all are, are getting ready to start your freshman year. Uh, you're getting really excited, I think. Uh, at least York is. How's everyone feeling about starting their freshman year? I mean, Seth, honestly, probably couldn't care less. I mean, it's just, it's more school to be doing. He, he's excited to have more people to complain about. But, you know, at, at the end of the day, he, he's just there to mope. Mm. So. Oh, uh, uh, Derek is uh, beyond excited for high school. It's a time to, it, it's a time for reinvention. You know, you, you know, different middle schools feed into different high schools and everything. It's not always the same people you went to middle school with that you go to high school with. And so he's, he's seeing this as the opportunity to finally become cool and he has been practicing all summer with his new pair of devil sticks to prove it devil sticks mm-hmm. like the daredevil sticks like that daredevil uses to fight <laughs> no like devil sticks they're like sticks that you bounce around it's not quite hacky sack but in the same vein of lameness gotcha okay. yeah okay cool very cool um I think that is. I think those are the six that Daredevil uses to fight, but just <laughs> not used for fighting. Uh-huh. Used for used for twirling sticks around in the air. Yeah. Uh, so you uh, you guys head back to your cabin, uh, and upon entry, you see a couple of uh, of kids are already on their bunks, uh, just kind of chilling out, talking. Uh, you three walk in, uh, and and Ned Flenderson looks over and he goes, "Oh, there you guys are. I was wondering what it took you so long." Uh, Just telling stories by the fire, Ned. Oh, what, what kind of stories were you telling? Horrifying ones. I'm going to be able to sleep well tonight. <laughs> Seth kind of climbs up to the top bunk. I just want to say, as Seth is saying like that we won't sleep well tonight, James just like, face plants on his bed and falls asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Ned, Ned, Ned kind of like pokes his head out underneath Seth's bunk and he goes, Hey, Seth, uh, did you already brush your teeth? Uh, No. I'm not a lame-o. I only brush my teeth in the mornings, idiot. Uh, okay. Uh, come and talk to me when you got halitosis. Actually, don't. <laughs> he goes back underneath the bed and, like, hurls up on his pillow. And Seth I... is fuming. <laughs> uh, your counselor is already half asleep. Uh, this is this is Counselor Ryan. He goes, please stop talking. Please stop talking. <laughs> Please just go to bed. You're, it's ten forty-five. You're, you're the one talking, sir. <sighs> Plus, lights out isn't even until eleven o'clock. We've still got like at least ten minutes where we have to go to bed. Ryan gives you the dirtiest glare that you've ever gotten <laughs> from anyone. Uh, Ryan has been out on the fields all day. His job is to make sure sports run smoothly. Team sports. And so he is out in the burning sun all day long, and he is dog-tired. Uh, so he just kind of glares at you, and he says, those rules are more of guidelines. The sooner <laughs> you get to bed, the later you get to sleep. Think about that. Well, I, I think Seth at that point kind of pops up again, actually like jumps down out of the bed, and is like, well, if they're just guidelines, then you wouldn't mind if I go on back outside and Seth is going to walks right out of the cabin. He swings his legs over the, over the side of the bed and walks back over to the door and like kind of stops you, puts his hand across the the threshold of the door and he goes, Nope, no, you need to stay in here. (sighs) Fine. Whatever. And he climbs back into his bed. Thank you. 
he he looks around at everyone and he does like a head check. One, two, six. Um, hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. He goes to the back of the cabin where there's a uh, there's a bathroom, and he knocks on the door. And as he knocks on it, it swings open. It wasn't closed all the way. Kind of pokes his head in. He goes, "Davy." No answer. Turns back around, walks into the main cabin, and he goes over to Davy's bunk. And he kind of like feels around on the blanket. There's there's no one on there. He looks in the other beds. He like he does another head count. Only counts up to seven. He goes, "Hey, uh, have Ryan, any of seen... uh, you're still talking. I'm I'm trying to sleep." Yeah, you're right. I'm still talking. Has anyone seen Davy? Davy who? Yeah, who's Davy? Davy Reynolds. Davy Reynolds. Your cabin mate. You've been Davey with him for three days. Reynolds. See the uh, the short one? Or the fat Glasses. One? Glasses? Always wears mm-hmm. Nike slides. Oh. I saw him at lunch. Davey. Lunch. Um. <laughs> All right, y'all see here. Uh, he, he walks out of the cabin and closes the door behind him. Uh, you see a flashlight turn on in the darkness as he starts making his way over to the head counselor cabin. Um, what do y'all do? I slide off of the uh, the other top bunk, not the same bed as Ned and Seth, and I go, all right, now that the narcs are gone, and I slide my trunk out from under the bed, and I go, uh, let's have some fun. And I uh, pull up in a, uh, uh, a bottle of... Um, of mouthwash and i point at the like 0.5 percent alcohol in it uh york just looks at you and he goes oh what are you planning to do with that uh drink it you're not going to pour it on to ryan's bunk i love you york and i'll tell you that enough and i walk over to ryan's bunk (laughs) (laughs) york just goes I mean, there's just barely any alcohol in that i feel like it wouldn't really do anything except for make your pearly whites whiter how old are freshmen? I have no idea. I was going to make a remark about how old I am, but I have 14 no 14 or 15? York is 15. Everyone yes. else is about is between 13 and 14, because York is like a year older than... Seth is 13. He's about to turn 14. He's Gotcha. Yeah, no, I'm just I'm just dumping some, some mouthwash, uh, <laughs> trying to make a pee pattern so I can make fun of Ryan when he comes back. <laughs> cool. Uh, York is watching you do this, and he goes, Oh, splash a little bit over on that side. That would be good. Nope. <laughs> oh. Time is up. So allow me to spin that wheel. Ooh, spin, spin it, baby. Spin the wheel. Noah Jones, your time begins now. Over okay, here. So uh, and I, I splashed some where York told me to. Yeah, that's good. Mm. I think at this point, Seth uh, does get out of the bed one last time and goes over. Uh, it's like, okay, so we got a missing camper, right? So that's obviously a call for the dynamic foursome to go. We got to come up with a better guy, name right? than that, Seth. I'm telling you. Dynamic this... foursome is good, but I think we could do better. Well, what what suggestions do you have, York? Hmm? I mean, you I guys mean, keep shooting simple. down the something... Naughty Boys, but... Naughty Boys is also good, but I think something simple is, is what we need to go with. Maybe like the gang, or like the crew, or something like that. Um, while like, you guys are having this Naughty conversation, Boys. James rolls over and falls out of bed. Oh. York walks over and kind of pokes you with his foot. Wakey, wakey! Uh, 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 good, good morning. Hi. Hello, sleepyhead. York, hello. Yes. Hi. I wave. 
I nod. Uh, please, please uh, I-, I need you to roll for waving, please, to see how well you okay. wave at York. This is the Halloween content we've been so desperately missing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I rolled a five. I wave pretty dang good. Yeah, you wave, you wave really dang good. So, uh, Seth walks over to, like, underneath the two beds and pulls out his backpack and pulls out a flashlight and puts his backpack on. It's like, okay, so the crew, the, the naughty boy crew needs to go on out. Now we that gotta sounds, go find. Hey, if we ever start a band, naughty boy crew, that's a good band name. Ah, yes. Yeah. NBC. Nothing else famous with those initials has ever existed. I'm <laughs> sure. <laughs> we need to go and find this kid because obviously something is afoot here. So who's with uh, York walks over to Ned, and uh, who's like curled up in his bed, I think, still, and he goes, "Now, Ned, um, when was the last time that you saw Davy?" Well, you know, I think it was probably at an archery around three o'clock this afternoon, but you know, according to the sun, it maybe had been closer to three fifteen. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Get a watch, Which Ned. Which one is it? Three or three fifteen? Say that again. I didn't hear you. Which one was it? Three or three fifteen. He looks down at his giant watch on his uh, on his wrist. I don't know. I don't know how to read this thing. I, I was reading the sign. It was it was three fifteen. So you don't know how to read an analog clock, but you know how to read the sun. I find it very suspect. Suspect? What do you mean by suspect? I'm not a suspect here. I don't know where Davy is. All I'm saying is that you were with Davy at archery. And no one else here was with Davy at archery. Yeah, all, all the other boys in the cabin like, no, we weren't, we weren't there. Who we got in here? We got Ned, us four. We, we counted seven, so that's five. Um, well, I already forgot the name of the guy who told the scary story. Um, what was, that his was name Steve. Again? Steve is Steve. actually going into tenth grade, so he was he was okay. trying to scare some of the younger kids. So we got ah. we got five. So there's two more people in here. Who else is in here with us? Yeah. Th- then we have uh, Mitchell McBraggins. And uh, Bobby Joe Jones are in the other two. Love it. McBraggins, <laughs> Mitchell McBraggins <laughs> and Bobby Joe Jones are very good names. Well done, Noah. <laughs> yeah, and so so all the, the other three, well, I guess just the other two boys were both like, yeah, we haven't so seen it. James gets like extremely close to Ned's face, like nose to nose. So uh, you killed Danny? Uh, his name was Davy, and no, I didn't kill Davy. Who's Danny? I, uh, I thought we were talking about Derek. If it's not one of, like, us four, I don't really... What? I'm not... And he walks away. (laughs) York climbs up onto his his bed and grabs his old-timey lantern off of his bunk, (laughs) uh, and he brings it down, and he goes... He, like, shakes it by his ear, and he goes... All right, I've got a little bit of oil left in here, so maybe we should save this as a last resort. Uh, Seth, you have a flashlight, correct? Absolutely. And he, he clicks the flashlight on. Okay. Uh, I, let's I brought yours, this, then. my whip out of my trunk, the sound gun from last Thanksgiving. Whoa! How did you sneak that onto, onto the campgrounds? Didn't they check for, like, weapons I turn and it, stuff? I turn it around, and you see some masking tape with the word Nerf written on it. Excellent, <laughs> excellent disguise. They would never suspect anything. <laughs> York, York walks over and he inspects it and he goes, 
I don't understand how putting the logo of such weapons of mass destruction would hide anything. <laughs> the Nerf Company has been responsible for many acts of terror. It's it's amazing that that brand is is alive and well here. Seth is like waving them down as he's already opened the front door to the cabin. Come on, guys, we gotta go. But but okay okay. It's 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 eleven now. It's lights out. Uh, York turns around to Mitchell and he says, Mitchell, the balls. The what? Get get the sport balls and act like they're our heads and then turn the lights off so it will look like we're in bed. Oh, dope. And he jumps down and goes over this little, you know, little caddy of soccer balls and footballs and stuff. And he sets them at all of y'all in all of y'all's beds. Um, he definitely does not look like people. It just kind of looks <clears throat> like balls sitting, uh, sitting there. But he kind of... Gives you a thumbs up and hits the lights off. York, York says, and for your duty, you may help yourself to my smoked sausage stash I have underneath my bed. Oh, and the last <laughs> half York of York turns around and walks out of the cabin. Fine, fine, I'll come. Uh, okay, uh, don't tell anyone we're g- here. And I set up the uh, last half of the um, mouthwash and some paper cups I brought from my dad's dentist's office. Uh, and I'm like, be responsible, boys. And I leave. <laughs> Dope. And he takes uh, the James glasses. James looks at his bed where a football has been set. <laughs> football. And he grabs the football and follows him out the door. <laughs> <laughs> football. So the so, dynamic <laughs> Naughty Boy crew walks out NBC, into the main... <laughs> walks out into the main circle of the campground um the main bonfire has already been mostly put out Mm -hmm. uh you you hear some people rustling around probably some campers getting up to some no good definitely some counselors trying to stop said campers from doing Mm -hmm. said no goods Uh, but what do you do so all right well are we trying to find davy yeah, he was last seen in archery at 3 o'clock. I mean, what did we do after 3? So let's see, at 4 p.m., I think we had, um, after... 4 p.m. was when we did, went to uh, have free time, right? So it was it was the group activities before that and then the free time, and then we had dinner at 5. Um, we, went on, then... we went on that hike at, at 7, and that's when that's when James got those mushrooms I told him not to eat. Right, the mm. waterfall hike. Yeah. Was Davy at the waterfall hike? Do we remember it? Um. If, do y'all want to roll to see who <laughs> remembers what happened on the roll for remembrance? Please. Uh, yeah, I've got four. I've got four in perception. Do you think that would? I'll allow it. Okay. Uh, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. I rolled a fourteen for that. Well, I rolled an eight, so you definitely. Uh, are remembering some things, and then okay. as as York, you explore the mind palace. York has a that's a raven head. look, right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> he goes, <laughs> try to remember whether or not Davy was at the waterfall hike. You see the scene before you: a long line of boys following one of you. You're following. Uh, what was the first counselor's name? Not Ryan. Rick. It was Rick. Rick. <laughs> counselor Rick. You were you were following Counselor Rick through the forest. He leads all of the um, advent, like nature adventure 
excursions. And counselor, counselor Rick is the head counselor of the camp. So mm, mm. makes perfect sense. Yeah, he he he's in charge of all of the fun naturey things. And yeah, you, you see him at the at the far side and like <laughs> and bringing everybody around. Uh, and you you know you look forward, you don't see him there, and you look behind and you see Davy there and you kind of you, you remember the rest of the hike and you look back again and Davy is no longer in the group and you snap back to reality <laughs> I wish everyone could see Luke <laughs> <laughs> we, should, we really should be recording the video on these just for posterity's sake uh, York goes now that I think about it he was there at the beginning of the hike but he wasn't there at the end of the hike do you think maybe he could have gotten lost on the waterfall hike or maybe he ran uh... away I mean, he didn't really seem like he was too into camp. You're right. He did sit up just last night and said, man, I hate camp. Uh, but, like, why would he run away in the middle of the... <laughs> <laughs> why would he run away in the middle of the waterfall hike? I mean, that's, like, the furthest away from, you know, the entrance into camp. It's also the furthest away from camp. Well, do you think that True. maybe... Do you think that maybe he had heard the stories? About the mushrooms? Of the treasure? Behind the waterfall? Wait, 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 wait. York, you're telling me that there's treasure behind the waterfall? Where did you hear this story? York, we've been here for three days. Are you are you cheaping out on us again? I thought we went over this on the 4th of July. Share treasure stories. <laughs> York, York goes, okay, look. Stephanie Wilderhouse told me, okay, in confidence... That perhaps there may be a treasure hidden in a cave behind the waterfall, okay? But she also told me it was guarded by a terrible dark presence. So, I mean, you know, treasure versus dark presence. I didn't know if that was something that you all would be uh, into. We deal with a dark presence every two to three months on a normal calendar (laughs) year. So, like, you know, I think we're perfectly okay with handling a little bit of dark presence, York. Well, but Mr. Bottoms, I mean, he's kind of staying at the middle school, so I don't really think it's something we need to worry about anymore. Okay. So do we go to the waterfall? Or go at least on the hike again to see if we can find him? Uh, I I cock the sound gun and I go, Hey, maybe we find Davy. Maybe we find treasure. Either way, I think it's a win for us. As long as we find more mushrooms, I'm, uh... Yeah. Let's go. So... The dynamic Naughty Boys crew makes their way across. Okay, wait, wait, wait. That's DNBC. <laughs> that, we did not. We did not land on that. It was just NBC. Oh, listen. I'm just gonna change it every single time NBC. I say something. <laughs> so the the boys walk through. No, that's the, the boys. Main. <laughs> that's one's on Amazon the Naughty Prime. Boys. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're cutting into notes. We're the Naughty Boys go, crew. Go, go, go. <laughs> The Naughty Boys crew <laughs> makes their way across. TNBC? <laughs> oh, sorry. <Sure. laughs> Let go finish. Go. How much time do you have left? A Five seconds? <laughs> this group of four Naughty Boys walks through the campsite. And you guys head to the far side of campus, past where the mess hall is, where there are the three entrances to the hiking trails. One is to the waterfall, one is to the cave, and one of them is just a loop around the entirety of the campground. And you have to kind of get up there, 
Um, nothing seems amiss. Do you guys just immediately start walking down the waterfall way? Yeah, I think that I think uh, I think that the waterfall path makes the most sense, and then we, maybe we can try to pick up on some tracks, maybe that he left behind. No, that that probably would be a good idea. Uh, I, I think I think Seth kind of walks up and shines his flashlight. He also does have a, a perception skill, so he's going to succeed on that roll, and he's going to see. Uh, there is a lot of footsteps. I mean, a lot. But, of course, this is a hiking trail. So if Seth looks back, it's like, I mean, this is a hiking trail. There's lots of steps, so there's probably not. That's your time. Caught me off guard, too. I wasn't looking at it. <laughs> um, alrighty. Let's spin that wheel again. Yeah. Spin it. Spin it. Spin it. Spin that wheel. I like to do different ones for the holiday. <laughs> Alright. Um, it's me. Um, okay. So my time has begun. York York points out to Seth. He says, "Well, of course there wouldn't be any tracks at the beginning of the trail. I mean, it's all tracks. It's a trail. It's all tracks. What we're looking for is variations from the tracks. People going off of the tracks. Yes, Th- that makes a hundred percent sense. And Seth just starts walking down the trail, flashlight in hand. Uh, okay. In front uh, of him. York, would you do you remember when we when when he left, I wasn't really paying attention. Where on the trail that was? So, when we were going to the waterfall, he was with us. When we were coming back from the waterfall, he was not. Okay, uh, uh, let's just go to the waterfall then, right? Seth looks back at you sure. guys as he is now like 20 feet down the trail. Come on, let's go! Uh, York lights up his lantern. Wait up! Um, Seth, give me do anything. Sure. Third by dice off the table. Six! What did I do? <laughs> you got a six, but I rolled two because this was going to be difficult. Um, you've become lost. However, ah. with a six, you can have not be lost, too. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, perhaps we'll call that navigation. Um, navigation, I think, would be good. Yeah, um, Seth, you're you're running up ahead, um, and you're like, come on! Um, and then you, you hit a rock uh, on your foot, and you tumble down this mossy hill that you're on. Um, oh, and by the time you pull yourself... It's like the hot rod scene where he just keeps falling. <laughs> yes, it's exactly like that. Um, and by the time you get to the bottom, yes, you are a long ways down, um, and you can't even see um, the old-timey lantern of York up ahead, or up above. Guys? Guys, are you up there? Uh, York pokes his head, I guess, over whatever he just fell down. Uh, and he goes, he holds a lantern out over it as well to try to see if he can shed some light on Seth. Uh, and he says, Seth, uh, give what me, just happened, bud? Give me perception. Your, your big beefy perception. 14. Yeah, I got a seven. Um, you can, <laughs> you can see not Seth, but Seth's flashlight that got stuck in some roots about halfway down this hill. Um, can I do... I want to use slide three to try to get there and retrieve the flashlight. Oh, uh, yeah, you can roll for it. I'm going to roll four for that. Ten. Thirteen. <laughs> Dead gum. Um, so you <laughs> slide down, um, and you do manage, I will say, to get the uh, flashlight. 
Um, but then as you grab on it, you kind of lose your footing on the on the bit of rocks uh, beneath you, and you also slide down to the bottom of this hill. Um, and you know um, what? Give me an agility. Uh, do you have any agility skills, Seth? Um, I think I have a couple. I uh, I literally have agility too. Yep. So yeah, yeah, so do. Uh, that will be a four. Uh, that's gonna roll a one. Um, it was only a one to uh, not get slammed in the face by York. Uh, also rolling down this hill. Um, yes. Now York has plummeted with your flashlight right next to you. Uh, York York hands it to him. Got it. <laughs> uh, thanks. Why'd you come down here? Where Where are we? And look looks around. I mean, as you're looking scared, around Seth down does. there, you hear. Okay, I don't think that was an owl. What was that? Although I have not heard... I've heard there are such things as screeching owls, and that might have been one of those. Uh, Where are Derek and James? (laughs) We're at the top of the hill. Yeah, what are we doing? That would be a cutaway moment. (laughs) Um... I may may know I'll lose it. Like... Did we see them both slide yeah, down? Yeah, I like, think we did. Uh, okay, no, so no, we, we didn't see Seth, but we we made it up there we with York, York, and we saw York okay. go for Seth's flashlight and then slip and then fall into the depths of the darkness. Um, should we go down or stay here? Um, uh, give me perception. I'm gonna roll mine as well. I got a six. Two, nice. three is a five. Um. Then, yeah, you hear um, behind us the opposite direction of the hill crunching um, on, like, twigs. Like, there's something moving in the woods back there. Um, I think James hears this, and he is going to... Half of me is like, I should go down the hill and regroup. Half of me is like, I should go towards the crunching. And I'm trying to decide which was more like a James... (laughs) action yeah uh um, seth's whole or derek's holding on to his his sound gun and he's like uh 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 i mean you know they uh things always go bad when people split up but that could be dan davy uh, uh or it could be something else uh, how are those mushrooms hitting you bit bud you you all here uh i'm starting to uh feel a little bit more normal you know, and I think I kind of lift the football up, like, to throw it if you need it. Okay, um, I have to throw five so I can throw the hell out of this football. Uh, okay, what, do we do we go for our friends, or do we go for Davy and potentially treasure? I think if York and Seth were here, they'd want us to keep going and go for the treasure and regroup back at camp. All right, uh, let's go. And I, I start walking hesitantly towards um, towards the crunching in the woods. Uh, let's go back down beneath. You've just heard this scream, and York grabs. I need you to protect me. Okay, uh, York grabs his slingshot out from his back pocket. He grabs some stones down from next to him uh, that slid down the hill with him, uh, and he is going to. Uh, he's going to say, "All right, Seth, uh, you light the way, and I will uh, be ready for anything that comes." Okay. Seth shakily lifts up the flashlight and it's like holding on to York's other, like one of his arms in a death grip. And so it's like slowly starts moving forward. Okay, please don't hold on to my arm because that will affect my aim. 
Oh, okay, okay. He, 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 let's go. Okay, okay. Thank you. Uh, York starts moving forward, looking out for anything that might be coming their way. All right. Uh, are you going towards the scream or away from it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's going towards it. Yeah. Uh, you start walking. It is dark down here, but you do have a flashlight. Um. So I'll yeah. Give me give me your perception as you're you're walking along. Double fist and D fours or D sixes. Uh, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, sixteen. Uh, 13 for me. All right, that is a 6-4-3-13. Nice. York will definitely pass. Um, Yeah, you're walking towards the scream, and that is with a 16, sure. Um, Towards the waterfall, not back towards camp. Um, And as you're you're walking along, um, you're conscious of every little crunch beneath you of twigs and everything. Um, and then you, you hear dripping and flowing water. Um, and you think you might be close to the waterfall itself. All right, Seth, I think that we are nearing the actual waterfall. Uh, I mean, is that where we should go if there's something that's making people scream? I don't know if we should be going towards it or not. York, York looks at Seth and he goes, are you supposed to be like, scary yourself? Listen, I might be scary myself, but that doesn't mean I like to be scared. Well, then don't be scared. Use your scary (laughs) to scare whatever is scary. Seth takes a moment to ponder this and remembers the chaos within. Uh, I I I want to uh, roll my so chaos skill to see what happens. Yeah, go for it. As you're rolling this, York just says, If two things are scary, one thing just has to be equally or more scary as the other thing, and then that thing is more scary. I rolled so an 11, and I'm going to use one of my fails to make my So Chaos 3. Okay. But I rolled an 11. Cool. I rolled a 10, so you, you beat me. Um, <laughs> so Chaos is very interesting. How about further the plot? <laughs> um, yeah, you take a moment to, um, to you know, remember that you'll be all right, and you, you take a big, confident step forward, and you hear a, a much different-sounding crunch beneath your foot, almost a shatter. I think that Seth immediately loses any of the confidence that he just had. It jumps back and shines the flashlight down uh, to see uh, what did he just step on. You see buried in the mud beneath your footprint and now cracked Davy's glasses. Seth slow turns to York. I think we're on the right trail. I think so as well. And uh, you'll probably have to pay for those. Glasses can be pretty expensive. I mean, whatever. And he pick, he picks them up and puts them in his pocket, and it's like, oh, let's let's keep going. And okay. timidly walks forward again, uh, continuing towards the waterfall. Yeah, you you continue forward with uh, Davy's glasses in tow um, until you can hear the the rushing of the waterfall more and more, and um, you eventually turn a corner, um, and you can see the waterfall. And you can see some light coming from behind it. Back up to the other two. Um, we, we've, we've kind of stepped out into the woods. We're kind of following this, the, this crunching noise. Um, what, what, what are you doing, James, to limit just deeming myself? Um, I think James has kind of started to sober up. So he um, <laughs> is feeling <laughs> kind of brave. He was uh, actually just eating shiitake mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> It's on his head. Um, he's kind of taking the lead. Um, Derek's a little bit behind him. He has the football kind of at the ready, 
so that if something were to kind of emerge out of the woods, he could throw it at it. And he's following down this path. Um, I think I want to listen and see if I can hear the waterfall. Okay, yeah, uh, give me perception. Uh, oof, I rolled a one and a two, so three. Rough. Um, yeah, you, you cannot hear the waterfall. You, We are uh, um, too far away from it. It's kind of like a it's like a winding path that eventually winds um, down a little bit, but then to like the top of the waterfall, and then there's a staircase down to the bottom. Um, so they tumbled down the hill and have found like the base of the waterfall much further down. Okay. Um, I want to. I think that when I hear that, me so bad. <laughs> um, I kind of like throw out my arm in front of Derek, like to stop him. Uh, Derek, did you, uh, you hear that? No, I did Yes, I heard that. That's, that's like a wild animal. That could. <laughs> yeah, and it could have maybe hurt Davy. Now I'm actually getting worried for the guy. I mean, I don't know him, but we should probably find him, right? You're right. We gotta, we gotta find him. We gotta hurry. Uh, I think I break into a jog down the trail. Cool. Um, I, I start jogging with you. Give me, yeah, let's do our, I have agility also, and you're an athlete. What, what athlete skills yeah. do you have? Um, I have, I have run three. Cool. I feel like this would be appropriate. It, it would be. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, I got a six, a four, and a two, so 12. 12. Eight and five is 13. Right? 13. Okay. Yeah. That was my roll. Now I'm going to do the roll against for both of us. Um, so that is three, one, two, three, which would be nine. It's cool. We both run very well. Um, we start nice. just sprinting out here, uh, worried uh, about what we might find. Um, and as we're running, we eventually see, um, we, we begin to, I'm just going to continue with this here, um, the rushing of the waterfall as we're, we're running in that direction, just up above now. Um, but it's still far off to the right of us and up here in the elevated plane. Um, uh, Derek kind of points out, wait, 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 look at that. Um, and you see a little wooden, uh, kind of ramshackled shed and it looks like there's some firelight coming from inside. Do you think, uh... He could have seen the light from there and head that way. Um, give me perception or whatever you have for that. Uh, I rolled six, four and a two. Nice. Um, as you say that, you see the door creak open and you see a hunched over wolf walk out of the, the door wearing the clothes we last saw Davy in. I want to throw my football at it. There we go. <laughs> I was about to say that would be an excellent moment for the timer I know, to go. I was, off. That's why I was like, I didn't roll perception to see the cabin and stuff. I was like, I want to do this. Um, uh, Hunter, you're up. Uh, you have the rest of the episode. Your time begins. All right. Now I am going to roll for me to throw the football and then roll against myself as the DM. Uh, I think you mean the SM. Yes, yeah, the SM. You got the shoe master. master. The right. shoe master. So, right. 10, 14, 20, 21. That's Derek's roll. <laughs> no, um, that's that's James' roll. Or t- James, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I... It, um, I feel like hitting it would not be super hard to do. Um, it's probably not going to have the greatest after effects. But, I'm guessing three. Yeah, I'm feeling three. So 11, so 21 to 11. Uh, I nail it. James, <laughs> uh, he's the... 
starting quarterback on the freshman team. Um, JB, he baby. Just, he just winds up and just slings it, and it hits the wolf like right on the nose. It's like a real stinger. Um, I think it even gives him kind of a bloody nose, and the wolf's just kind of stunned. Like It's just kind of come out the door, having a chill time. It just gets popped right in the face, and it kind of like lurches back, recoils as it gets hit in the face. Um, at this point, I'm going to cut back to York and Seth. So you two, you see the light uh, behind the waterfall. Do you keep keep going towards it? Yes. I do. Yes. Okay. Timidly, but yes. Ready to hopefully find some treasure. Did we also hear the wolf howl? Uh, um, um, I'm going to say no, because we didn't hear the scream up top, so we both heard different things. Okay. Yeah, I was cool. also going to say no. So. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head toward, toward the the wall of water with the light behind it. Okay, so you enter, um, and basically you kind of come into a cavernous room made of stone, um, and there's a shallow pool, probably about ankle-depth water, um, and the middle there's kind of a little kind of like outcrop, almost kind of like a little stone hill in the middle, and you see a chest just sitting on it, and the chest is gleaming. That's where all this light is coming from. York looks at Seth, who they're both now drenched, having walked into the waterfall. But York looks at Seth and he goes, okay, now this is just too perfect. Like, there's no way no one else has ever discovered this chest of gleaming gold sitting right here in the middle of a cave beneath the waterfall. If anybody walked down here at any point whenever it was slightly dark, they would have seen this. Anyone who's played half of a video game would know to to check here. You check behind the waterfall! Right? There's gotta be a chest behind there. Uh, York is going to pull a rock back with a slingshot and shoot it at the chest. Alright, so I guess give me a roll to hit I've it. I've got a slingshot too. That's a four. Oof, uh, you miss. So I think that, you know, you kind of went to shoot it, um, but you don't really account for how slick the cave is, and when you kind of pull back, your foot slips a little, and your your shot just kind of goes high and hits against the back wall of the cave. I mean, should we just go and touch it? I mean, I guess. I don't know what else to do. I've already tried to shoot at it and debated watch, that. Watch, watch my back. And, and uh, Seth kind of creeps up to the chest and is just going to poke it. Yorko's finger. Where was this confidence earlier? I don't know! We found a so, freaking chest behind the waterfall! <laughs> as soon as you poke it... I feel like a goonie. <laughs> It just, like, it just bursts. It, like, the top just flies back, and it's just full of, like, um, gold and food. I think there's some, like, uh, technology in there, like iPhones, computers. Um, it's way more stuff than should be able to fit in a chest this size. And I think both of you just, like, your eyes kind of do, like, the cartoon thing where they're, like, growing huge, and you're like, what? Auga, auga, <laughs> ah. What in the world? Why is this just hiding behind? I, I think Seth just like reaches in and grabs a fistful of gold coins. Um, right as you grab it, you hear a voice call out, "Stop! Don't!" Seth stops. Um, and... did you just tell me to stop? Look at this thing! Don't, don't look at me. It wasn't me. I was hoping to use that computer to finally complete my homework. <laughs> <laughs> So, a young girl has ran into the entrance of the cave, and York, you recognize her as Stephanie, whatever her last name was, that told you about this cave. I already forgot. Mm-hmm. 
It's uh, Stephanie, whatever your again. last name is, why are you here? Ah, <laughs> uh, Steph, what's up? D- don't take anything. Don't touch it. Why? Look at it. It's got at least three iPhone 13s in there. We gotta take them. Man, It'll really turn you into a monster. Yeah. What? If you take anything from that chest, it's gonna transform you into a werewolf. I saw it happen. Who'd you see it happen to? Davy. Ah, okay. What? You saw Davy? Where have you been this whole time? We've been looking for him. Davy and I, we decided that we were going to meet up here tonight and see if the treasure was real. So he stayed after the hike and he waited here and then I met him and we went in. We were both so excited. He went first and he, he grabbed a new thing of AirPods and as soon as he took him out of the chest, it was just like a, a switch flipped. He transformed into a monster. York eyes the actual computer in there, and he and the, along with the gold coins, and he goes, "This kid chosen some AirPods. <laughs> <laughs> Sell the stuff in here and get like five pairs. I don't. I mean, just not good business sense." Uh, York, look. I mean, I'm gonna look around the cave and see if there's anything else in here <clears throat> besides All the right. chest. I'm assuming that's gonna be a perception roll. Yes. Uh, four, five, six. 11, 12, 13. 13. <laughs> um, I rolled a 9. So cool. you're able to perceive that there's some like moss growing on the wall. I think there's a couple of like salamanders playing in the pools. But this chest is like, it's the big thing. There's nothing else that really jumps out at you. Um, okay, I'm definitely going to grab a couple of salamanders and stick them in my pocket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so I think you do that and... You guys are kind of at a loss, um, and all of a sudden you hear a noise that is kind of like something cutting, like cutting through paper, almost just kind of like a slash. Um, and I think the air on one of the walls kind of starts to sizzle, and a crack opens up on one of the sides of the cave walls. And now I'm going to cut back to our other two friends. Did you just hit that dog with your football? James, what are you doing? That dog's wearing clothes, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, that dog's I, wearing clothes. <laughs> that dog's wearing clothes, man. Of course I'm going to throw my football at it. Are you kidding me? Uh, I think James points. And you see that the two of you kind of talking <laughs> has clued the creature onto your location, and it kind of starts to move that way. So it is coming towards the two of us now. Uh, James, James, it's 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 coming towards us. Uh, and I kind of just turn my gun towards it. Uh, sh- shoot it. But, but you said it's wearing clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it probably, like, ate Donald and took his clothes. I mean, can't you see it? <laughs> Who the heck is Donald? <laughs> What? Uh, uh, I think you know this... the duck. <laughs> uh, he probably point... killed him and took his <laughs> put, his... <laughs> put his little shirt on and his sailor hat. <laughs> no pants though. I don't know why. Everyone else in that world wears pants. fast it's probably about less than 20 yards away yeah i mean i'll pop off my sound gun and i'm also kind of metagaming hoping that now that we are above the waterfall maybe they'll hear my sound gun 
Yes. Um, so I have sound gun two. So I will roll that, and that is a four and a five, which makes a nine. Uh, you hit it pretty square on. Um, and I think that because this blast is so close, you hit so square, it's kind of lifted up into the air, and it knocks it back onto its back. Um, it doesn't seem like it really does any, like, fatal damage to it, but it, it stops it from coming and knocks it back. I think it's even kind of stunned uh, by this, so you've earned us a couple of moments at least cool. to figure out what we want to do next. I'm going to go up. Uh, regardless of whether it's wearing clothes or not, that's a wild animal. We should run. And I'm going <laughs> to book it back towards the waterfall. Uh, James follows, so give me a, another running roll. I can do that. Fortunately, we're good at that. That's a... Yes. That's a 14. It's hard to count a lot of dice. <laughs> it is. So we both succeeded against my roll. Cool. Um, We're so used so... to just rolling d8s <laughs> for adding like two right. or three to them. Uh-huh. Dead, uh, Dead in the West is spoiled. We haven't us. played D&D in so long. <laughs> I think that we both kind of get to the top of the waterfall. So we arrive and where the waterfall goes down and there's kind of a cliff face. And we can see the bottom where it flows, but we're... We're still kind of up here at the top. We would not be able to enter the cave from where we are. Um, yeah, I mean, frankly, if I'm role-playing Derek right now, he's thinking, uh, you know, maybe may- maybe York and Seth made it to the waterfall. We we were all going there anyways. Let's let's just go. Um, I, I don't really want to get eaten by uh, a wolf wearing clothes. Uh, I think you hear the sounds of the wolf kind of crashing through the underbrush, kind of starting to follow us Okay, again. I'm going! And I just go down the stairs, because I did see that in earlier. Awesome. I think James quickly follows you. Um, I'm going to say we have to do it, because I'm going to say these stairs are kind of wet. Yep. Um, um, so I, have... I think we have to do some type of, like... Cool. My 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 skill is actually agility. Would it still count for this? Yeah. Cool. I, would, I think agility would work. Well, there's three ones and a five, so an eight. I also rolled an eight for James, so let's see what I roll as the shoemaster. Uh, I rolled a ten as the shoemaster. <laughs> okay. So both of y'all get experience as you tumble down the stairs. <laughs> I think we start running, uh, and we both just kind of at the same time slip and into just each kind other. Of fall yeah. into each other. We hit each other. Ow. Um, I'm even gonna. When say y'all land, do y'all land like James, like laying on top of Derek? And <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, that's so sweet and overhead there is a full moon as we kind of lay at the bottom of the stairs we catch a glimpse of the wolf as it just jumps off the top of the cliff and it's silhouetted in front of the moon and is now falling poetic and now i'm going to cut back to our other friends (laughs) so this crack appears um and it's just there on the wall, and kind of a white light is shining through it. Um, and a tall figure slowly comes through. We can't really make it out because of this just, like, blinding light behind us, uh, behind it. And finally the light and the crack disappears. And it is a figure that would be equivalent to what you would know kind of as the Grim Reaper. It is just a tall <laughs> skeleton with a scythe. Uh, and it kind of looks at the three of you, and then I'm gonna it shoot a salamander at, the at it. Shoot a salamander. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. Sure. Do it. Uh, that's an eight, but I am going to. I've got two experience points. I'm gonna get rid of both of those and change 
Or wait, can you only change one per roll? Uh, yeah, I only one. Uses... Wait, let oh, me okay. let me read the specific roll. XP can be used to change a die into a six. However, it says you know XP can be used to change a die. So I, I think that's up to us on whether that means one XP per die or one die per roll. Because I have two experience points and I rolled two dice. I'm fine with that, honestly. Yeah, I, I would say yeah, you change both of them to sixes. That's cool. Perfect. So then I've got so, I've got slingshot three now. You nice. your aim is perfect. The salamander goes right in his eye hole, and it's kind of like bouncing around inside of his skull, just like bing 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 bing, kind of like a uh, um, pinball machine. It keeps bouncing around, and he kind of reels over and puts a hand over his eye, and then, ah, son of a bitch, that hurt. I mean, come on, man. Language. <laughs> God, I mean, somebody touched the treasure. And I come to bring the cure, just doing my job, and you shoot me in the eye with a salamander. I mean, what the hell? Okay, well, you walk in here with a big scythe. What else do you want me to do? Who I mean, you're saying I didn't you? sing a rock. Listen, I, my name's Terry. It's nice to meet you. Uh, I work at the IT store. This is just my <laughs> night gig. Um. Uh, yeah, ignore that. Your, your 15 minutes are but obviously in the episode. Uh, yeah, and I got a notification saying that somebody in this world, they got cursed from touching the treasure, so I was bringing the cure. You guys are obviously pretty ungrateful, so I really should take it back, but I'm a nice guy, so here you go. And he hands you what just looks like a turkey sandwich. Of course. Uh, York is just going to reach out and take it, and he's going to sniff it. Don't, don't, don't eat that! Don't! Eat sandwiches from the skeleton lord of darkness! Okay, I did not eat it. I didn't take a bite. I just sniffed it, okay? Uh, listen, give that to whoever touched the treasure and they'll be cured. Or don't. I don't care. I feel like it in my part. I'm out. And he takes his scythe and he slashes the air again and the crack reappears and opens and he goes through it and it closes after him. Once he's uh, gone, once he's gone, York looks at Seth and he goes, Okay, I really want to eat this sandwich. As soon as York says that, you hear the sound of Derek's sound gun going off somewhere kind of up above the cave. Oh, let's uh, go. Uh, York starts <laughs> to run after the sound. All right. So I think, you know, James and Derek, you guys kind of see the wolf falling and it kind of lands in the uh, water at the outlet of the waterfall next to you and it starts swimming towards where the two of you have kind of crashed at the bottom of the stairs. Get off of me. Get get up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, James just kind of like rolls over and he gets up. Where's, uh, where's where, did, where? I assume I let go of the gun as I tumbled. Uh, where did it land? You did. Uh, give me a roll to like okay. I have if sense. you have any searching. Yeah. Um, that's a two, two, one. So a five. So I have to roll against you. I almost forgot. Ooh, I rolled a seven. So I think it fell kind of in the edge of the water, and it's floating a little bit, and it's probably about halfway between you and this werewolf. So you're about equidistant to it. Uh, James, get the gun. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I'm gonna roll. I'm trying to see what skill I have. I have jump. That's the one I'm going. I have jump four. So I'm about to jump. <laughs> Die for the gun. It's the wolf uh, on one edge of the screen 15, and James 16. on the other just going <laughs> and it's, it's but it's like but it's like a horizontal like a uh -huh. like a diagonal slice where it's like they both kinda like their noses almost touch. <laughs> but you oh, but you know that they're really far away from each other. Goodness. 
this is so James just jumps and he dives for the gun. Um, at the same time, the wolf leaps and kind of lunges at the gun. They're both slowly moving through the air, and James's hands are closing around the gun when the wolf swipes it away from him, aims it at him, and fires. (laughs) (laughs) And James is just blasted off into the air. Uh, He flies like 20 feet in the air before landing with a thud on the bank next to Derek. Oh, that's going to hurt. We're out here, right? Yeah, York and Seth emerge from the cave just in time to see James just <laughs> smash down in the mud. That wolf with clothes has got a gun! <laughs> York, York looks at the wolf dead in the eyes. York, York looks at the wolf uh, in his yellow eyes, and he holds up the sandwich, and he goes, You're not you when you're hungry. Sandwich satisfies, uh, and he's gonna use sam- he's gonna use command three to try to, to, try, to, to try to get the wolf to eat I the sandwich. I hate that you gotta make that joke so much. I hate it. So much. Uh, I rolled two sixes and a four, but I don't have any more experience. I should have saved the nigga. Well, I decided that, that was a two difficulty, and I rolled a two and a one. So uh, the wolf continues to stare into York's eyes, and then it licks its lips, and it kind of puts out its paw for the sandwich. I hand it over. Uh, as soon as you hand it over, it kind of just stuffs it right into its mouth, and it... Uh, and it licks its lips again, and then suddenly it starts to shrink, um, and the hair recedes back into its body, and suddenly your camper friend is standing there. His clothes have been kind of shredded and torn. And his glasses are missing, but Davy is once again himself. York looks at Davy and he goes, You've caused a whole lot of trouble. I hope you know this. Wait, what? Have... I'm sorry, what? <laughs> the wolf with clothes was Davy? Yeah, of course it's Davy. It looks just like him. Well, now it does. Uh, well, as a wolf, Davey... too. They had the same, uh, you know, chutzpah. Do you uh, have my glasses? Seth is going to walk forward and be like, Dude, you dropped your glasses and they broke on the rocks. Oh, well, that's not what happened. Wait, is that Stephanie? Wait, wait, what's her last name again? It's Stephanie, what's her last name? (laughs) I said Uh, that earlier. Surely you can just go back and check. (laughs) I think Stephanie is so excited that Davy is no longer a wolf. She runs up and hugs him, and then she hugs York um, for giving him the sandwich. I'm going to kiss her. (laughs) (laughs) All right, roll to do it. It's summer camp, baby. That's a one. (laughs) I roll. I think York just goes for it. Like, she's giving the hug, and she goes to, like, stop hugging him and starts to pull away. And York just, like, leans back in and, like, goes for it. And she just is like kind of standing there with her hands up and a shocked expression on her face. And everyone is just standing kind of in a semicircle behind them watching this scene unfold. A single tear sheds from Derek's eyes. <laughs> so wait, did I, I make contact or did I miss? You you made contact, but you just kind of like basically slammed your face onto hers. Um, and she's just like standing there stiff with her hands up. After a second, I, tr- I turn back around to Seth and I just give a big thumbs up. James returns your thumbs up. Yeah, we all do, I think. 
<laughs> Seth shakes his head no, but gives you the thumbs up. <laughs> Summer camp! Yeah! Thanks so much for listening to our Halloween Spooktacular this year. Uh, we figured we should stop doing everything on Halloween. Uh, there's scary things that happen throughout the entirety of the year. We just designate Halloween to celebrate them. Of course. So. It's the time to Thanks celebrate, so um, you know, the, the carnal fear in all of us. Yeah. Such as soundboards that legitimately scare the crap out of me whenever I don't expect the noises <laughs> and, and to firing be salamanders. in my ears. I had some, and firing some more salamanders I was like ready for, but there just wasn't the opportunity. <laughs> gotcha. Um, but yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Happy Halloween! <laughs> Outro stuff. If you liked this, um, and maybe you haven't listened to the rest of the, the show, go check out uh, actual RPG Roulette. Uh, we're wrapping up a red bed right now, and we're uh, taking a little bit of break after this, so it's a perfect time to get uh, caught up and binge on through red bed before we start what's coming next. Um, but uh, I hope you enjoyed this little bit of a break before we roll right back into our weekly episodes of red bed next week um, for the final four episodes of the series. So uh, thanks so much for listening. If you uh, enjoy the show, you can follow us on Twitter at RPG Roulette to stay up to date on all of our release schedules and everything happening in the Roulette-verse. If you want to uh, support us even more, you can head on over to our Patreon, um, patreon.com slash RPG Roulette, uh, where you get uh, access to our bonus content, starting at the lowest tier, uh, with shows such as RPG Roulette Hot Table, where Luke leads us through the Troika system, RPG Duet, Rising Storm, where me and Noah play a one-on-one campaign in the Eberron Hey-o. setting. Um, and TBN, our uh, other podcast that's just on Patreon where we talk all things not uh, tabletop role-playing games. Um, you can find all that and more over at our Patreon. And uh, at the higher tiers, we just love you more. It's just there if you want to help us out even more. So thank you true. so much to Mr. Grant Howell, Table TC, Tabor TCU, and Monohan for being our high rollers on the Patreon. And uh, we love you. Have a spooky, wonderful night, everyone. Be safe out there this Halloween, and we'll see you again next year for the fourth annual RPG Roulette Spooktacular. <laughs> Man, this is going to be a great story to tell at Halloween. <laughs> Fast forward. And then I give Stephanie the kiss of her life. That is totally not what happened. Seth's the sitting there. And eating candy. Bruh, that just did not happen at all. Uh, maybe you don't remember it well because you were too busy stepping on other No, no, glasses. I got it. No, um, fucking, wow, what was the guy telling the story the beginning's name? Steven? Steve. Yeah, <laughs> Steve's sitting there and he's like, the, and the wolf's wearing clothes. Come on, get some creativity. He had clothes and a gun. Yeah, clothes and a gun. It's typical wolf behavior. Yeah, like he shot me, man. Completely believable. The end.